0: Hello everybody, just a bit of an update for the show before we get on into it. Uh, This episode and the one after have been pre-recorded as we go off onto our holiday breaks, which means that these episodes were recorded prior to all the news surrounding Insomniac and Naughty Dog, which means we won't be uh, covering the uh, factions multiplayer cancellation nor the Insomniac hacks The next two episodes, we will be talking about them in detail as our is our job and our obligation to you, the listener and viewer of the trophy room when we're back in the studio on January 4th. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, we still have some amazing shows that we have a ton of fun recording. So sit back, relax. Hopefully you're like me and you got your PlayStation portal out and you're about to enjoy some boulders gate three on the recliner and let's start the show. Oh, wait, no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 355 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, aka Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, it's a chill week. This week, we're just talking about the top PlayStation 5 games of 2020. That's right, we have our top 10 PlayStation 5 games. We're going to rattle them off to you. We're gonna talk about the highest highs, we're gonna talk about the biggest swings and misses, and of course, some of the biggest surprises that landed this year. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Tired. Sam, you just got off of work. How are you yeah. feeling? Yeah,
1: how are you feeling yeah. other than tired? You know, other than the back and being tired, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm excited to talk about the best games of the year. Um, yeah. Try to do my due diligence before the Platys sure. to, to play things I missed that we have nominated and... Let me tell you. We'll get. I'll get into it briefly in a little bit. Oh
0: really? Oh really?
1: Oh boy! There is a game that it's all I can think about the last two three days. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. It's gonna so- make Platy's very interesting.
0: Okay. Oh really. Holy crap. Okay. All right. Well, listen, since this isn't a live show like we normally do, because as a recording, it's the end of the year. So we're actually pre-recording this to have a little vacation ourselves. Uh, We actually asked the Discord as well for some of their biggest games this year. So we're going to litter them in as we talk about our top games of the year, Kyle. That being said, Kyle Stevenson, question for you before we start rattling off the Mm -hmm. list here. Um... Are you, are you kind of surprised that it's already the end of the year?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a big yes. Big yes for me.
0: You know, I, I, one of the guys in, in, in our discord, uh, literally just like, oh, right. Resident Evil four came out this year. <laughs> like that was a game yeah, that I like played in, what? in March. March. Exactly. And it's like, that seems so far away. Honestly, goodness. The PlayStation wrap up helped me out a whole deal mm. when making this list because it's just like, what games did I play? It just felt like a tsunami of content. I've been playing games nonstop since January. Mm-hmm. You know? Are we
1: going to talk talk about our wrap ups here?
0: No, no. We've actually, Kyle, okay. how time works, we've already talked about our wrap, wrap ups. Whoa.
1: That's crazy. I know.
0: I can't believe where Again, Fortnite time.
1: was. What's going on?
0: <laughs> it's an enigma. Uh, <laughs> that said, Kyle. Let's yeah. talk
1: about let's talk about
0: your number ten. First and foremost, in really no particular order. Uh because we want to save some surprises for the platties. Yeah. Oh, actually, oh fuck me.
1: I was gonna say, where's Patreon pitch?
0: Oh my goodness. Alright, let's we
1: got to shout out the people, Joe. No, leave this in. I know. Leave All this right. in. Shout out the people. All right. oh it's my... the end of the year. You know what it is.
0: I, I've been <laughs> drinking so much nog. Listen, before we start, our list. We Let's talk about and, and talk about how thankful we are for our patrons over at Patreon.com slash PS It's like we say each and every week, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really does help us out if you toss us even a buck our way over at Patreon.com slash PS. As Trophy, it's the reason why we look so good. Sounds so great. is your generosity over at patreon.com slash P as Trophy. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Berowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Strelish, Jay Shay, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Stephen Flesh, Shubles and Bits, Bertos Maximus. Chris Hybrid seven four eight Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard Solo Liam Rust Silkanet Desamine Jadis Von Metal Mitchell Gramlin Liam Rust and Jonas Young. I want to thank our golden members, Cypher Primus, Doth, Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hayden Doyce, Katie Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, the Aegis Hermit, Andresor, Astronaut Jr. Winter gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Bob, Bubble Boy, n Seven Captain Logan, Final Fan X Z, Hambone J D Dillinger, M Nine Prime, Stonecold E T, Tino Six Speed, N Johnson Shaw McKenzie, Rick Errington, Spam and Baman, Matthew King, Duh Overlord, Dewana Raksha, Rick Davis, Black Mavericks, and the Lord Commander himself, Suddy. Thank you all so much for your generosity. All right, now yeah. Kyle, it is time. We, ge-
1: we we genuinely love and appreciate you so much. Like, we if it wasn't for the patrons,
0: yes. Sorry, I'm, I'm skipping ahead way too much. I'm just too excited.
1: No, well, we're also in a little time crunch, so I, I get it. All right, you you have another thing to do, which is totally it's fine. true. Um, if it wasn't for the patrons, we would be years of progress behind. Yeah, we'd be so much far further behind on where we are, and and it's just it, it's incredible. We love, appreciate you yeah this... if i could give a hug to every single one of you listening would but that would take a while because a lot of you listened which is still crazy <laughs> <Mind-boggling>.
0: <laughs> yeah from patrons past present and the future thank you all so much because kyle's right like the mics we got here ain't cheap the cams that we got ain't cheap the streaming software we got ain't cheap because god knows i don't know how to
1: work any of it Oh, well, uh, my cam's pretty cheap i my... sure how much was yours it's a Logitech. It's like 140. That's a lot of money, Kyle. Inflation? That's too much. In this economy? Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. It's That's more a like loaf eight, of bread. Eight grand. Exactly. I bought this thing two, <laughs> three years ago. It's more like eight grand now. Yeah, yeah you're right.
0: Jeez you're right. Louise. Uh, so, yeah, thank you all so much because your generosity really helps get this show going. It's the reason why we're able to go to PAX in 2024. That's right. We're at PAX, baby. All thanks you- to really Kyle Stevenson because he applied hey. for Hey. Yeah, <laughs> and of course you guys for for tuning in and watching and honestly that moment was pretty special so thank you all so much. We will be live at PAX twenty twenty four March twenty first to the twenty fourth if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
1: because awesome. the showcase is the twentieth, so it's yeah. the day day afterwards.
0: God, I am so excited to see your face and get to touch it live yeah. in real Play time.
1: Play games.
0: Oh, just be surrounded by it. That's gonna be yeah. so nice i can't wait and
1: you, you if you're going to pax you best believe that we are submitting for some panels you know oh, what i'm saying oh
0: yeah, I am? yeah. I, and honestly down in the comments in the discord give
1: us some panel ideas like give us some yeah. show ideas do you want us to do top tier lives do you want us oh to do a full on recording yes top like, tier what, let us know do you want us to try to get a dev on and talk to him about a PlayStation game on the show floor like let us know
0: let me yeah let us know um that said also the platies 2023 voting is underway uh make sure link in the description to vote on your game of the year 2023 because of the platies that will debut on January 11th uh we're not again this list is totally out of order this is totally just us making it up, okay? As we go, all right. So there's there's no hidden meaning behind any of these games. They're all nope. spectacular, all special in their own right. And again, mm-hmm. we're talking about the biggest hits, the biggest surprises, and the biggest letdown. So, Kyle, I want to go with yours, number ten on the list.
1: Oh, number ten for me is Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I mean, what else is there to say about Spider-Man at this point? It is one of, if not the best superhero games ever made. Sam that crushed it. I think it's one of the best narratives in a superhero game, for sure. Or just any game, really. Like, I I truly enjoyed every single character's arc in Spider-Man 2 um, and wanted more out of each of them, which, to me, just... It's not a knock on the game. It just shows you just how much I fell in love with the characters in this. Yeah. And I wanted as much as possible. Like I could have played easily another 20 hours and totally fine. Um, yeah. Spidey is real special. And if you haven't played it yet and you're waiting to see if good old St. Nick is leaving it underneath your tree or in your stocking. I, I, I'm very much jealous of you. You get to experience it for the first time. <laughs>
0: yeah. Honestly, I'm a little bummed that I can't experience that platinum again. If I'm yeah. completely honest, because like, <laughs> Spider-Man One super rewarding, platinum one of the most rewardings. Spider-Man Two just kind of ups it yet again. Like there's so much yeah. great side content to that game. Like I love the Mysterio fights, right? Like
1: oh my god, that's so cool, that's so that's
0: good. good. Uh, like the Sandman missions, like each one of them had like their own little build up, their own little side missions, their own little. Bits of importance that I really dug out of it. Mm-hmm. Some of it didn't land well, like the Prowler stuff I thought was kind of okay. lame.
1: But but you also are not a puzzle guy. Those are a little puzzly.
0: Even for me, I I, I didn't need a guide for him. I was just like, yeah fair. Okay, fair. It's just lining up lines. It's kind of like okay. the runes in, in Hellblade. That's kind of what it was for me.
1: Also, potential spoilers?
0: No, nothing. No spoilers.
1: Well, certain missions. I don't know. What do you mean by that? Some people might have not known there were prowler missions in the game. Oh, come, Miles Morales has been out for so long
0: now. You know, I, oh, I
1: get. It. I'm just trying to cover our bases. All right, fair <laughs> enough. You don't get to yell
0: <laughs> at us. Did guys. I yell?
1: No, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, the audience. Okay, okay, so
0: okay. some two people out there. Yeah, you know, um, send yeah.
1: send your your uh worded mail, written <laughs> letters. <laughs> to kyle stevenson at po box shove it up your ass
0: oh you know what send it there all right wow i will get to him promptly you know oh wow no um (laughs) but yeah when it comes to the story you're right i think they man the way they they woven each arc into each other in just such a brilliant way it did make me feel like i wanted more not because it was like a hollow experience, but because I didn't want to say goodbye to all of these characters and wait to a Spider-Man three, like it was just so everything felt so damn earned. And I think yeah. honestly, like shout out to villains like Craven where, you know, we honestly, you walk into it going, ah, Craven's going to be like the, you know, the villain to hold you over to, to till you see absolutely, Venom. Yeah. And, He's not that man. Craven was a genius villain. I, I mm-hmm. just, I loved his arc. I love where it went. And same goes for each one of these characters. Each one of them felt fulfilled. And damn, man, when it comes to the Spider-Man combat as
1: well, oh. the addition of the parry, just getting everything on the shoulder buttons, and no mm-hmm. need to like slow down time. I think that's just such a. Gives it such a boost yep. and fun factor. Um, I understand some people like the slowdown, which is, is fine. But I think being spidey and being quick on your uh, on your feet and, and your spidey quick uh, reflexes, I think, l- are better in this because of the elimination of the the combat wheel. The um, Fair what's the word I'm looking for? The weapon wheel. Yeah, but they're not weapons in this game. What are they? Gadget. Gadget. The yeah. gadget wheel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fantastic, Spider-Man yep. Two. My favorite superhero game of all time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Insomniac, outdoing it yet again. Now, that was also, Spider-Man was on my list as well, obviously. <laughs> um But my number 10, Kyle, is a little game called Synapse. I wanted to make sure that PSVR 2 got love here. Um Because I feel like it's been often overlooked or just pushed to the side. Like it's not a real piece of tech, which we'll talk about a little later. But like... Synapse is a roguelite that feels so damn perfect in VR. It is so damn fun. It's, it is like you mixed, you know, the Matrix with just force abilities and just put this like weird, like techno 70s, like vibe to it. I love this game so much. It, re- it reminded me of like the art direction of like this, again, for some reason, 70s aesthetic but meets like the the weird pixelized nature of like old like PC games in the 80s. And somehow it just mixes so damn well. And the enemy design, while it's not the most varied, I want to give a shout out to the sound team for each individual uh, enemy because oh my god, those the runners, I, I'm getting the anxiety in my chest right now terrifying you know you understanding where enemies are because of the sound and who just spawned in uh is really important and of course the death mechanic as well super important to learn in synapse and when you die it is just a way of like learning of okay so i know what i did here was wrong and how i could approach it uh synapse is honestly just genius uh, vr uh work from the brilliant folks at end dreams. And I can't say, I can't say more positive things about this synapse was this game that looked promising from the outset, similar to like horizon call of the mountain, but as call of the mountain is a great experience truly is. It's a great experience. It's a stunner when you look at it. I think there's more depth in synapse and I think synapse really did capture a lot of uh, the VR audience much more than horizon call of the mountain did. Also, Jennifer yeah, Hale and the and the oh my god and uh, the guy that voices snakes in it, David Hayter. Hey, David Hayter. Jesus.
1: Yeah, it, it didn't make my list um, just because I didn't put enough time into it. Fair enough. And I'll just bring it up here. I, I I think honorable mention to all the VR games that I played on PSVR two: mm-hmm. Tentacular, What the Bat, Call the Mountain, Synapse, even NFL Pro Era. Um, um, oh my god, rhythm based shooter that came pistol out on whip. psvr one pistol, pistol whip. whip um all fantastic games it's yeah. just my back is not cooperating with me to be in <laughs> vr for that long so i i haven't put enough time into vr as much as right. i wanted to right. um but when i did play them those are stellar yeah. yeah yeah
0: well there's definitely gonna be a little vr segment soon
1: sure yeah i just soon, figured because yeah. we don't have any more vr games on our list so oh, i wanted well, to well, you well maybe there. you don't maybe you don't well, maybe i, I looked it over i looked it over
0: you a 4 vr baby
1: Oh, right. oh oh i didn't know you pl- okay i didn't know you played that um <laughs> uh, <clears throat> my number nine yeah I gotta show some indie love i got that I, I love me some indies as everyone knows uh played both the original and the new game this year oh wow okay. uh didn't finish this one but on on what i played alone it is one of the year's best and that's a uh, blasphemous too the game kitchen just know what they want to do when it comes to a a metroidvania gothic um for lack of a better word a bloodborne-esque world creature design and npc design and the goriness the the music, the art style, just everything. It just melds together into, <clears throat> excuse me, a like perfect combination that I want out of a Metroidvania. Cause there's so many Metroidvanias. So how do you really stand out? Yeah. And I think, I think it, this violent nature with this really interesting narrative, I think just is, it's one of the year's best. It's a great game. All right. Uh, and it, the second one expanded on, Almost all the faults of the first one that I had, where like bluff. platforming is so much better in two. I like that. It, uh, you know the mantling, it feels better to jump. You don't feel as floaty. Your attacks are more fluid and quicker. And they, you have more weapon varieties in this one too, which is great. So like, yeah, Blasphemous Two is is up there. It's one all of right, the best.
0: All right. I lo- I love how you got to show some indie love. I I, I respect yeah, yeah. it. I respect oh,
1: it. Oh, it's not done. There's more on my list, but we'll oh, get to
0: it. all right. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take a gander. All right. Number nine, I'm sorry in advance, but it is just how I feel. Um, Hogwarts Legacy is a really great game. Sure. Hey, listen, listen, take your feelings on the author aside, as have I, and um, what you have here, I think, is a pretty great package that delivers a lot of nostalgic love that uh, so many folks have for that series um the wand play or the magic abilities the magic Ooh, fighting kinky oh,
1: whoa. Ooh, wand play. oh. <laughs> uh,
0: but like the combat while once you get the rhythm down i wish that there was a little bit more depth in in it sure dude it still feels so great thanks to the dual sense features even like flying around as well like this game amps up the dual sense unlike any game i've played that is a a third party and even a lot of the first party stuff mm. the way that they've utilized the dual sense cannot be understated it's really great and of course how they use and Kind of show respect for most of the lore in 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 Harry Potter is really awesome, uh, so this is this is a, a game that I enjoyed so much that it got me into the series and I pirated. I mean I borrowed uh, from the library a yeah. lot, uh, all of them. Yeah, all of them.
1: I admittedly like you know i I've, I've stayed away from this game. Sure. for reasons that everyone knows, I think, by this point.
0: yeah, oh, we don't um, need to beat the horse.
1: No, but I did end up picking it up because it was a free game during Black Friday uh, Black yeah. Friday deal. So I do own it. I got it for free, made sure that was the case. And so I will be playing it over break. Yeah. So I'm excited it's, to... Honestly, to got I'm it. excited from my nostalgia lens of what growing up reading Harry Potter is yep. and being such a fan of the movies from, from the beginning. Yeah. What it... Will I get the same punchline aside magic from
0: it you know <laughs> i i really can't wait for uh one of my my co-workers i got her What are my friends why did i say co-workers i got her this game she's a huge harry potter she's not...
1: my friend from work <laughs> she's a friend from work
0: i i got her this so that like her and her husband because she's she got her husband a ps5 for christmas please don't oh, listen yeah. to this episode and <laughs> um <laughs> <spoilers>. Spoiler alert, <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, again, send your complaints to P. O. Box. No, P. O. Box. Shove them up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting an angry text. So like, it, it's just like a really good way for like them to like bond, and I don't know. It, I, I feel like if you are a huge fan of the series, it's just a huge love letter to that to to the to the lore. So yeah, fair. Yeah. Alright, Kyle. What's your next game here? It's, this is fun because oh, I've been I, I'm reading it. I've been playing it. You know. I got some thoughts.
1: Number eight. I I, uh, hinted at it earlier. Baldur's Gate 3. (laughs) It is the game I cannot stop thinking about. I did start it briefly when it first came out. Yeah. And then just uh, that was when I I got the new job. So time kind of got away from me and I was trying to learn how to balance everything. Uh, Over the weekend, I went back to it. I restarted brand new character i kind of felt like same. i had to same um man larian knows how to make an rpg game oh. knows how to make compelling characters yep knows how to make the impromptu kind of like moments of um aha like oh yes.
0: the eureka moments. oh my god
1: eureka thank you yeah. the eureka moments of like oh there's a pile of dirt i can dig Let's see what's underneath there or mm-hmm. oh my perception check failed and then the whole like what am i missing here what what are they not gonna let me see because my character isn't smart enough to perceive what's happening, <laughs> it's like those little yeah. little moments of just keep you engaged at all times. And mm-hmm. I know the turn based kind of combat is not for everybody, shouldn't be game of the year
0: if it has turn based combat. Everybody knows those, that, Kyle.
1: Again, those people, P.O. Box, shove it up your ass. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's just like as a D, a uh, 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 fairly newcomer to D over yeah. the past few years. It is exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the type of game that I wanted to play. I, I've i owned Divinity Original Sin 2 for a while now. Didn't really put a whole lot of time into it. Yeah. Uh, but this is making me rethink that. And maybe whenever I have time to go back and play, because I know that's another massive, yeah. massive RPG. Um, I mean, some of the best characters in a game this year. Yeah. Just... Just thinking of all the VO in this game, and having to have VO for every branching choice. Who's in your is... party right now? Um. So right now I'm I'm running around with Shadowheart. Of course. Um. Respectfully. Lizelle, Lizelle. Respectfully. What well, it was the text and... I texted you today? Oh yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, I think she's hot. I was like, yeah, of course. What? I
0: said, what's sec. I said. I have a question. I need you to promise you won't judge me first. Which I wanted that to sink in for a sec because I wanted you to go, uh uh-uh, oh, what is he going to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, Why do I find Lizelle hot? And he said, I wouldn't judge. She is hot. She is.
1: Yeah. There's, it's, sure. there's something about her temperament. Like, yeah, absolutely. All right, lady. Um, and then I'm rocking with Gail. Oh, little okay. wizard in the party. Um, oh. Astarian's at my camp. Will's at my camp. I, so I'm waiting for, like, certain story moments. Like, the party that I have now, I feel like, makes sense for the quest that I'm about to go on. Yep. And so then I'll switch them out when it makes sense for the other ones, which I love that that is a possibility. Yeah. Or a thing you can do. Yeah. yeah. Baldur's get 3, real good, everybody.
0: Real good. It's so dense. And, like, the, there's so many systems at play. When people are like, ooh, but it, it doesn't have the cinematic of, like,
1: Miles going through a building in, like, Manhattan. It's like you can throw somebody off a cliff you can pick up a smaller lighter enemy and then use them as a weapon against another enemy mm-hmm. and you should do that because it is a trophy mm-hmm. and it is amazing they thought of everything yeah and and that's the
0: thing it's like two different games can exist and two different games could be stellar at what they do and i think both of them push their their respective genres uh forward and Baldur's gate it's one of those games that I think it might be the first game I play on easy mode because this combat kicks my it's tough. ass, man. Every engagement is just, you got to think it through. You really have to painstakingly think of every move you're going to make. and
1: Which leads it to the D&D nature of it. Yeah. right? Like It all comes down to a dice roll.
0: I've been and losing not- the same piece of combat like for an hour now, and I'm going back to it like, what did I do wrong? How can I lure them out? You know, like some of the stupid mistakes I'm making, I'm learning. What spell
1: didn't I use that would make sense to use to help me out better in this Ex- kind of situation?
0: Exactly. So,
1: yeah.
0: to me, that's what I'm That's what I'm kind of, I, I'm right there with you. Boulder's Gate 3, I finished Act 1 on my Steam Deck, and then I was just like, again, life got in the way. Spider-Man happened, Liza P happened, Alla Wake happened. And then I'm like, I'm going to go back. I think mm-hmm. now's the time I'm getting on board with all the hype and I see it, man. I, I This game, there were supposed to be five games. I was supposed to make quick plats of, and this game <laughs> it has got its hooks in me. So yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah. Hey Kyle, are you ready for this one? Yep. My number eight, final fantasy 16. Kyle, are you proud of me?
1: I am proud. Did you did you go back and finish the story? Because I know you I did. were. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. I can't wait to tell you once we're done, or talk to you about it once we're done.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> well, they would have rightfully so to, to email you at Kelsey. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. Um, stellar from from start to finish. The boss fights are spectacular. They are mind blowing. Each cinematic is just... You're just standing there in awe. And though I'm not great at the combat, I've given up on trying to be good at the combat. I've put all the Mm -hmm. assist rings on. I go, there's only so much time in a day. It's no shame. No shame. This game made me not just intrigued into the Final Fantasy universe, but actively excited for Rebirth. Like, I am... So hyped for Rebirth now yeah. that I've that I've played mm-hmm. sixteen. I am so excited to go back and to beat the Pixel remasters, and like hopefully during break I will have played Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, you know on, on PlayStation Plus the OG. So like, I want to just give tremendous props to voice actors like Clive. Uh, sorry, Ben, Star, ben who Star. voices Clive. Yes, yeah. he absolutely crushed the role. Each one of these characters are so. Damn good! Mm-hmm. So, Final Fantasy sixteen, check a look at that game.
1: Yeah, also on my list, and and echo your set sentiments. Um, I think looking back on it as a mass, the the bigger of the Final Fantasy fans here, a, a massive fan in my own right. Clive is a special, special, special protagonist mm-hmm. in the Final Fantasy universe, um, as well as Jill. I think they're both. St- Deller, yeah, yeah, 16 is real good, real, real good. good. I, if you're if if you are like, um, oh my god, overcome with oh, what's the word I'm looking for? If know. you think it's a hurdle, combat's a hurdle looking at it like you think it's too hard for you, put on those rings, put on the rings, yeah. just just experience it, experience the flashiness of it. Yeah. There, there are cer- certain icon battles that I was the biggest hater of them before we played this game. Do you remember? I was like, Oh Oh, yeah. They look, they look dumb. Yeah. Like I'm not excited for it. Some of the best moments in gaming this year. Yeah.
0: Except the truth. It's
1: so special. Oh, except the the damn truth.
0: All right, talk about this game. You always yell at me when you bring it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a space for the Unbound, a game that Joe refuses to acknowledge is even a game at certain I f- points. It's not that I
0: refuse to acknowledge.
1: I <laughs> no, it came it out exists. in January. It was very, very early on yeah. this year. Um, I think it was January, January, February. Um, it's a super emotional slice-of-life game um, uh, about... Uh, um, an indonesian a uh, couple of indonesian kids and something terrible happens um I, it's hard to talk about this game without spoiling it but it hits on themes that i think everyone goes through like we before we hopped on to record we both had a little bit of an event session where how like imposter syndrome is really kicking my ass lately yeah. and there's a lot of that kind of talk in here amongst like anxiety, depression, and I know that doesn't sound like a very exciting game, but it is gorgeous. The music is beautiful. Uh, they and the have full on content is meaningful, right? Yeah, the characters you want to, you're invested in the characters, uh, and it has to do with, with the writing of the game. Fun little mini games there. It's just. It's really, really good, and I I think it's criminally underslept on and not talked about enough. I'm happy that it was uh was nominated at the Game Awards, um, but I think it still deserves a lot more than what it's getting. Yeah, space for the unbound, real good, real good, real, real good, real good.
0: Number seven for me, Kyle. <laughs> what what a difference! <laughs> what a it really just shows how different we are as gamers. You have Space of the Unbound. I have Dead Space Remake.
1: <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on. And that's also pretty sad at points. A little depressing.
0: I, I, very, yeah. But
1: uh,
0: <laughs> holy crap, man. I just want to give yeah. big shout out. A little slice
1: out. of life in space?
0: A little <laughs> slice of life, you know. <laughs> big shout out to the Motive team uh, yeah. for creating... Not like a like a true to, true to the original. It's not a one-to-one. It's yeah. not a one-to-one. I think they make some really smart, creative decisions with Isaac, like giving him a voice that gives him more, uh, you know, uh, oh, my goodness. Gives, gives him a, more character. Gives him more character, gives him more reason uh, to do the things that he's doing and why he's doing them. And then just getting the environment down of the Ishimura. And even just improving on it in certain elements. So, like, the space uh, parts where before it was like, you got magnet shoes. Now it's like, just swoosh around. This is nice. Everybody loves this. So they made really great quality of life improvements in a lot of the missions that kind of didn't age well while at the same exact time getting the essence of what makes this game click. It is a very very where it matters um true to the original formula without it showing its age if that makes sense it's it's terrific i love dead space remake it's one of my favorite horror games literally of all time it's the reason why i'm in two survival horror games is dead space it needed to be here and um yeah i love it so very much
1: shout out to i think they're procedurally generated like the little jump scares oh yeah yep. because like things will, will jump out of you in certain vents but it's not the same for every any, everybody yep and i really love how it kept you on the toes on yeah. your toes the entire time like you were like yeah you go in this room and the, this thing popped out it didn't pop out for me in that room mm-hmm. like i had different scares than other people like i love that i love that they thought that deep into it and, and yeah. made that decision it's cool yeah. Yeah, shout it's out small to fog. but they count up shout out to,
0: all shout out fog. to
1: fog you know Yeah, not Fogs of War, Mm -mm. but like atmospheric fog.
0: Yeah, shout out to the atmosphere. (laughs)
1: Literal atmosphere. Perfect segue, Joe. Speaking about fog. Okay. Alan. Alan
0: Wake. Alan Wake?
1: Alan Wake 2 is one of the best games I've ever played, bar none. Are you you up? (laughs) You up? I texted Alan, you up? You up, Alan Wake?
0: Uh, take it away. This, yeah, this game's
1: special. I, I mean, yeah, it's special. I, I, We both said it recently that we've been fans of Remedy since Control. Alan Wake 2 made Remedy for me day one, no hesitation, no matter what. I'm getting that game. Yeah. Um, they just... Everything was thought out, planned out, the details, the remedy universe the remedy verse is all represented here the performances the narrative the way it uses like the ssd on ps5 Mm -hmm. and just the way that game works is something i can't comprehend um well i i will say like the combat isn't like game changing um but i think everything else about alan wake the atmosphere the characters, everything is just, like, super memorable. And New Game Plus just came out yesterday as of this recording. I'm already getting the itch to go back in to see the new story beats. Like, yeah. and I have so many other games I should be playing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how good this game is where I just want to hop in and play.
0: Yeah. You know, life's been busy for me as of as of late. And Alan has been, Alan Wake 2 has been taking me about a month in almost two months now to beat it. And this is how good this game is. It's still at front of mind for me. It's still like I'm at the last chapter. Let's go. But also that paralyzing fear of like it's the last chapter, I'm scared. Alan Wake does I think psychological horror so well where there are elements where I'm like are you real? Are you... <laughs> this this mother ever is not real. Like it's this it, it plays with your psyche so well that i haven't had in a horror game in a really really long time you know talk about dead space dead space the original every 15 minutes i talk about it on the show every 15 minutes i need to take a break because i got a little bit too scared i needed to, to take a walk same here it, 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 it's come back with alan wake too it scares the living crap out of me so much so that i gotta take a little breaks here and there to, to to get on through with it but um the narrative is incredible And well, I'll echo it. Remedy is a day one for me. From here on out, they are just the masters of their craft. And to think that like the short list, to think that like Alan Wake two would be in a game of the year conversation, we'd be we thought it would be in a game of the year conversation a year ago. Hell, same goes for Baldur's Gate three. And they're like the the you know the front runners of every other award show, like. Big props. Alan Wake. The only thing that will make me stop waxing poetic about it is, you're right. Combat is a really refined Resident Evil. It's the narrative that grips you. And it's the songs that move you.
1: Oh, boy, that soundtrack. <laughs> <Ooh> boy. <laughs> it, it makes me want to go out and play uh Quantum Break at some point. Yep. Yep. Just, to, just to see how far they've come from a game that a lot of people didn't really love. Mm-hmm. And just to see just like where, find the Alan Wake 2 in that. Find the control in Quantum Break. I'm excited to do that eventually.
0: There, there, was, a, there was an awesome post I think Benji Sales put out. Where it's just like, just to think about it, back in like, was it like 2011? You know, you had Sam Lake coming out going, we don't think we, we can't do a second one. It's just not viable. On our end, unfortunately, because it didn't make enough money to Alan Wake to get him on stage dancing his heart out, you know, accepting awards for like best narrative for it, hopefully selling incredibly well, which I know yeah. it sold well. So, like, yay. Yeah. But oh, like,
1: as soon as they say physical copy, buy it. Buying it. No buying, it.
0: What. <laughs> buying it. I'm a dumb Elections idiot. I'll
1: edition? It it. Yeah, I'll uh, go in debt. I don't care. It's fine.
0: Do I got a thermos? Do I get a mug? Okay.
1: Yeah. Do you get your own deer mask? I don't know. Maybe.
0: Uh, Hopefully. Uh, Kyle, that was your number six. I'm going to go for Mm -hmm. mine. Jedi Survivor. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm -hmm. Y'all know I'm a big Star Wars fan. Very, (laughs) I mean, I love it more than most. Um, It's just so, so damn special to me. Jedi Survivor. You take the bugs out of it, (laughs) Uh, which probably at this point, it's been ironed out. Um, But narratively, this is one of my favorite Star Wars, just ever. I think they introduce things like a moral gray area better than most Star Wars content does. I think probably even the best... It does, to be honest, like what makes good or bad or are those dynamics in a universe this large, even just like realistic? Uh, It's it's really darn good. And the characters are just so well acted. I want to give a shout out to the voice actor that does Bode because he is just so damn good at that character. Same with Cal. I mean, Cal is a beloved Star Wars figure for a reason, and it is because of his performance. And, of course, the combat in this game. Switching up health, switching up stances, make it, making it so that I felt like I was always switching up my combat. Always switching up how I was playing to fit the way I wanted to play it. Um So, like, getting out a big two-handed hill and just waving it around to, like, having a dual, like, you know, lightsaber in just the span of a second. It was a really awesome mix match for the combat itself. And, again, I can't can't speak highly enough of Jedi Survivor. It's one of my favorite games this year. And, again, also a great way of utilizing that next-gen tech as well. Some of those boss fights. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If you know, you know. Number six.
1: Very cool. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. My number five. (laughs) Talk talk about it. I can't believe I'm I'm, I'm here to put this type of game on my top ten list. Talk about it. Liza P. Yeah. By this type of game, I mean a game about Pinocchio. (laughs) Right? Right. Liza P. has swept me up, and it's still... I still think about it all the time. Yeah. It is the way I think, as a newcomer to FromSoft games and Souls games, played Eldering, played Bloodborne, a little bit of Dark Souls here and there. I think, from a non FromSoft developer, I think they nail FromSoft Souls combat. Yeah. I think Liza P plays extremely well, the setting is awesome. I have no idea how they made me connect with Pinocchio and his story in this world and Geppetto and the, the fun, cool little twist here and there and how they take the story that we all know and flip it on its head to like little Jiminy on your side, being you're like conscious and talking to you throughout. It's, uh, it's real good. Like yeah. I'm, I'm itching at going back. Cause I started a new game plus run to go for the plat and I, it's, I wanna to try to plat it. All right. I wanna to try to plat it maybe before the Platties. Okay. Okay. Cause then besides Baldur's Gate, I would have every Platy gamer our game of the year nominee platted. Yeah. Oh wow. That'd be really, really cool. Oh I don't think time
0: allows it for me,
1: but Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Liza L- P is very, very good. Liza P is on
0: my honorable mentions, uh just strictly because I have not beaten it. I am not not mm-hmm. close to, I don't think. Um but honest to god guys Lies of P is so damn good. Like you're right. I think uh there is no one that does it like from software. When it comes to again I mean they invented the genre for the most part, right? Like Soulsborne wouldn't be wouldn't be a thing without them. That being said, what Neowiz and Round 8 have done with Lies of P has made it clear that not like, cause so many others were kind of doing it to replicate it, and I think Neo was made something because they really loved a certain game, Bloodborne, and they're just like, if they gonna make a sequel, we will. And how would we build upon certain aspects of a Bloodborne? How would we build upon certain aspects of a Sekiro? And how would we marry these two? And how do we make it feel different by adding? different weaponry that we loved in bloodborne but like how would we build upon that and adding the (laughs) the hilt with you know whatever weapon combo you wanted
1: which is um, a great feature Uh, to customize like the legendary weapons you can't do that too but being able to swap out hilts and blades together to make to really min max it up and to to do some really fun unique things yes is awesome
0: yeah and they do it so damn well like it again it, it it there is what feels like close to like a hundred different weapon combos that you could just make and have fun with. So yeah. Good. Huge, huge shout out to Liza P. Huge shout out.
1: Man, shout out. that sequel who can't wait. Can't, can't wait. We'll for everybody, but oh boy, Ooh-wee. y'all are not ready for the people that are not even going to touch this game and haven't looked up what the hint at is when that trailer drops for the, the next game. Yeah. People are going to lose their mind yeah. if they don't know what they they has been hinted at.
0: Dude, I can't wait for the DLC. <laughs> I mean, there's oh just so much. Oh my god,
1: yeah. They hinted at like the whale. Mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't wait.
0: Can't wait? Can't
1: wait. Just don't launch in February for the love of For god. the love
0: of Christ. <laughs> yeah. For the love of Jehovah. All right, Kyle. Uh my number 5 is a game that I can't wait to talk about with the community. And that is Sea of Stars. So as I I sit here and I wax poetic about this game, understand that I have no firm connection to retro RPGs because I wasn't an RPG kid back in the day. I was a platformer boy, right? I was, give me all your Marios. Give me your Super Marios with a cape. Give me a Super Mario with a tanuki suit. Give me a Super Mario where he fights Donkey Kong and Link and Zelda. Um, I was a Nintendo boy. So there was nothing that was, you know, Final Fantasy, yeah, I heard of it, but it didn't it didn't intrigue me, right? So when I th- heard about this game that is based off the love of what, like Chrono Cross, if I'm not mistaken? Or Chrono Trigger? Chrono Trigger. Um, I was like, okay, neat. But what does that do for me? Holy crap. This game uh, somebody drink every time we talk about how something's so well written. Because it is just each character is just so unique that each one of them have their own unique little quirks.
1: Shout out to my boy, and I assume your boy as well, Garl. Garl's girl, my boy. You're a real one. Yeah, I, that's right. I, I see myself in Garl so, so so much. much. So much. Garl is just a special character.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's really... in Because I, I don't think I'll be able to make it to the By the Players or, or discussion you. with everybody. But, like... In my eyes, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are, and I'll I'll listen to the show as well. But yeah. Garl's the main character, and see his Stars. He,
0: he's a person that I'd never want to put away from my party. If exactly,
1: that makes any sense, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Garl's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, it, the whole world is just beautiful, and Sabotage has just a unique way of like spinning comedy in their writing that just feels like yeah. We're sometimes we're gonna break the fourth wall. We're gonna wink and nod at you, but yeah. It's feel shout good. out
1: to yolande. yolande oh my god
0: she's the best <laughs> who's
1: doing constantly she's
0: the best man but yeah
1: yeah 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 sea stars is also on my list um as a uh lover of the old school rpgs they did everything correct um do i wish some of the cooler stuff in the end game was in the main game sure but um without spoiling anything yeah but it's it's very very good, and the fact that this was a day one PS Plus game.
0: Yes, i f- totally forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? <laughs> and Incredible day one Game Pass. Like it's just yeah, like exactly. Holy
0: crap! And it still sold gangbusters, which is awesome. Which to I'm see.
1: so happy for Sabotage. They deserve it.
0: All right. So before we get into the top four, Kyle. I do want to oh. talk about a, a little bit of a topic because as I was writing down my honorable mentions and you mentioned it too, like just honorable mentions that PlayStation VR. I yeah. want to give... Uh, I I, I, I want to give you an us versus them scenario. You own both now. You can say it. You mm. own a PlayStation Portal yeah. and a PlayStation VR too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have they impressed you or have you started to regret your decision buying both of them, one of them, either of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both. Much- They're both very impressive to me yeah. while I haven't done VR a whole lot because of, of my back. That doesn't take away just how impressed I am with the tech and how so much better it is in PSVR one. Oh my God. So much. so! Like that screen door effect, looking back at PSVR one was so bad and and this one is so crystal clear and the way what we know now is the foveated rendering where you look at something and it renders where you're looking because it's tracking your eyes and which is nuts (laughs) because like if you're if you're in a room with somebody you're watching videos of someone capturing the screen of someone playing vr it's wild that you can tell exactly where they're looking Because that is the sharpest and the most in contrast and and textures are in. But everywhere else is, like, not as great because it is tracking your eyes, whatever. Tech is crazy. So, like, VR2 is great. The portal has changed my mind completely on remote play. Oh,
0: really? Oh, Um, okay.
1: I I definitely see the value of it now. I I, I still don't think I would ever use my phone for remote play. Yeah. Because, like, this is, like, the perfect form factor. It is, like the controller it is straight up just a bigger vita in my eyes without like its own proprietary games which whatever you know it (laughs) it could be seen as a a downgrade I, i wouldn't mind some portal exclusive games maybe um or just call it vita 2 i don't know but yeah they're both like me watching football on a sunday and still playing baldur's gate is like a game changer for
0: me yeah yeah for me uh, hey yeah, I regret nothing. I love my PSVR two a great deal. I think the one thing with VR, it's still the problems. Like you get home from work, what do I want to do? Wave my arms in the air?
1: Exactly. Probably exactly.
0: not. So that's why I I feel like still VR has a way to go to bring more people in because it's just not as accessible as is a portal where it's like all right, I'm just gonna sit on the couch, I'm gonna watch the game, and I'm gonna play on my portal and i'm gonna let my adhd just run wild <laughs> right so i think that's what the portal does so goddamn well uh so like if i had to pick a two like if i had to toss one of these babies off a cliff you know like the spartans used to back in the day uh before we all went soft i would have to say i gotta toss the psvr2 out for the playstation portal i just love the portal so goddamn much. doesn't yeah. take away from the PSVR, too. Like, I love all no. the functionality of it. I just wish PlayStation loved it a little bit more, <laughs> if that makes yeah. any sense. So, like,
1: because there's great games. Any Again, peripheral, I think they do a better job at highlighting enough. a little bit. Fair
0: enough. Uh Because, like, you know, you got, like, games like Arizona Sunshine that just came out. Mm -hmm. show that game off more you know so it's some of those things that that get me frustrated on psvr it's nothing about the teams or the games per se it's just i think they do a a lousy job spotlighting those games
1: Yeah. yeah agreed
0: all right kyle let's get back into the next two games
1: on our list yeah which are the actual the final two uh, oh, are they so really? Two each. Yeah.
0: Because oh, we had some
1: we had some cross games. So. Oh
0: yeah, you're right. Okay. Um
1: I'll leave the the last shared one together because we have one shared one left. Ooh. Okay. Um okay. so my other top ten of the year is Dredge. Um a game I didn't watch any trailers of before mm-hmm. I played. I just heard people are loving it. I saw the tweets. I know it's a fishing thing. And I hopped in and it took over that entire weekend. Nice. And and, and the horror aspects of it are so cool. And how the sense of like explorability and, mm-hmm. and being able to literally go anywhere, but know that there are some terrors that are going to come out and try to take you down. Mm. The mini game catching is super fun and unique and varied. It's got that thing I love from Resident Evil with with like the briefcases and trying to f- make sure everything fits. Mm-hmm. You got that on your ship, it just making sure they fit in the, your little grid on the ship and upgrading it so you can fit more. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a special game. I'm glad people loved it. I'm glad I played it and bit the bullet on something I didn't know I would like. And yes. uh, I guess I like fishing in games now.
0: <laughs> See, I guess. The, uh, sea Stars <laughs> actually taught me that. The mini game is so yeah. damn fun. I'm like, yeah, I just want to just load back in so I can keep on fishing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Dredge is real good. Funny enough,
0: Kyle, I did download Dredge the other day. Sweet. It's It's hopefully my break game. So while nice. we're people are listening to this episode, I'm probably playing Dredge right now. Oh
1: yeah. I'm excited. And yeah. it, it, it's like a shorter experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited to, to hear you talk about it.
0: Well, I do want to get into some honorable mentions before we talk about the last game uh, or game yeah, game on the list here. Um Well, you got one more. Do I have one more? Yeah. Oh, hot day. I'm sorry, I, even I'm confused. Look at this. Uh shout out to Diablo for. Mm-hmm holy crap reminding me that blizzard could still make one heck of a game shout out to y'all i love that story so much just because of how epic each piece each act uh, uh was like it was always a perfect ramp up from act to act classic diablo like just storytelling at its peak giving us combat that for the most part is incredibly deep you know we talk about how boulders gate you you can you know it's it's dense the trees and the builds that you're able to build in diablo for is so gosh dang expansive uh that it needs to have its uh, its roses for um that being said too it has without a doubt the best cinematic i've ever seen in a game where i literally put my put my controller down for 10 minutes just to watch literal hell break loose and it was divine it was epic it felt like yes this is what has been missing for from blizzard for decades and of course it's it's the classic arpg that we know and love no one does it better than them and it shows diablo 4 is fan Freaking, tastic! I love it so, so, so much. And it's my most played game this year, Kyle. Over two hundred hours of Diablo. Is that if
1: rookie numbers,
0: rookie. What are you, what are you pulling?
1: My most played game. The show's over four hundred. Well, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I mean, we'll talk about it. Time works, whatever yeah. episode it is. Uh scrolling through like your most played game by month mm-hmm. it was like five straight months of LB the show yeah i the cover of that thing It was like oh all right Makes cool. sense. it was apparently my most played game in november and i don't remember playing that much in november wrapped the,
0: the the playstation wrapped was there's there's some there's fuckery afoot for sure there's some some of the like cyberpunk i did not put 125 hours this year into it so Ooh, okay yeah. Yeah, some of it was a little tricky. Some of it was a little finicky. I Now, because I'm dumb and I forgot how this list works. No, you're works. not. You're not. Um, our honorable mentions. Kyle. Oh, no. Yes. Hold on. Why?
1: Do you know when to say the last game of our top ten? Or no. Or you say that after I, honorable,
0: honorable. mentions? Every watch mojo, it's right before number one. It's the honorable mentions. Oh,
1: sure. But even though this is in no particular order
0: no particular order but it's still um
1: fair fair fair, fair. watch I'm, mojo I'm, rules Kyle. i'm picking up when you're laying down
0: yeah yeah i respect the mojo yeah. uh and this goes for some non-playstation games as well just okay. games that i really enjoyed happen to be on nintendo happen to be on xbox happen to be on pc you know, that type of stuff first and foremost assassin's creed mirage gosh mirage. darn that game came to me when I really needed something to dive deep into when I was at a really low point saying goodbye to Marty. So shout out to Assassin's Creed Mirage for getting me through. Even when I had COVID and I was losing uh, Marty, it was that game that kind of saw me through. So i so grateful for that. Uh, Burning Shores DLC. Kyle.
1: Also on my honorable mention.
0: Yeah, let's talk about it for a second. Horizon, to me, is always better when it's on the second playthrough. It hits better. It hits harder. Happened with Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. I played it for a week. Zelda came out. I was addicted to that for like a month and a half. Came back to Horizon Zero Dawn after E3, rip. And um, it was my favorite game that year. Mm Mm-hmm. Same goes for, for Burning Shores, man. That game made me... A game that I already really liked, uh, Horizon for Forbidden West, but then made me appreciate it even more so. Oh, my yeah. God. So good. It, great uses of the PS5. Some epic mm-hmm. boss fights.
1: Yeah, that, that ending boss fight is nuts and one of my favorite areas in video games. And in Horizon, the... Um, the theme park mm. that you get at the end of Burning Shores. Yeah. And I love like the water area Strider as is, well. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah.
0: Also, my dog's yapping in the back again? I apologize. Am I
1: playing Horizon again?
0: I think you should play Horizon again, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what? Forget everything else. Yeah. Bye Baldur's. I'm going back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I apologize if my, we're, we're crate training the dog and she is yeah. not oh, yeah. a fan.
1: Owen's upstairs Doing something.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, we're also crate training Owen. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. Again, send it to the PO box.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: I like how that's the running joke. <laughs>
0: um, and then Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom for, again, building off a really strong foundation and making something where the devs just got to show off how goddamn talented they are. Like, one of like. There's six new abilities in this game. Just one of those abilities could have been built on in a sequel and been like, oh, yeah, that's great. Six of them blows your mind. It turns the game into essentially like a Minecraft-esque type of adventure. It's nuts what people are building from, like, helicopters to racing cars to tanks. Uh, And then just the story is so good and i think it's gonna be for me the most memorable way you get the master sword uh because that yeah that was really good oh also hey i played this game called starfield don't know if you heard about it but um i put oh my god that was a big part she did not like what was just she she got very nasty um the holy crap man That game's really fantastic. That actually is, I think, my biggest surprise this year is how much I dug Starfield, because there's a year-plus record of me going, I don't know why everybody's so excited for Starfield. It just looks like Fallout. It just looks like, you know, something not too special. Um, And I remember being on a video, being on record, of saying, yeah, I actually like, you know, I'm actually getting the vibe of uh, Redfall more than Starfield. Boy, oh boy, I was real dumb for thinking that. So Starfield, again, once I got rid of the it's not like a Zelda where exploration's the thing, it's really the lore. It's really the mini stories that hook you just like any Bethesda game would. Uh, Once I pretended to be the Mandalorian, that game clicked in a way that I was surprised it clicked for. So shout out to you, Starfield. And shout out to my dog, really yapping her brains out. Oh, it's been a tough month. <laughs> Kyle, what are you, some of your honorable mentions?
1: And and Fortnite. You wrote Fortnite down, too. Oh, yeah. Fortnite, man. What? This team. What, what is there to say about Fortnite anymore? You
0: know? Exactly. Just what they've been able to do on a yearly basis. The content that they are able to keep pushing out and keep growing that audience is spectacular. The rocket mm-hmm. racing, the Lego uh, uh, integrations. Oh, fantastic yeah. the og map being re-put in for a month awesome all of it just the shooting mechanics the animation is being reworked just the constant communication that that game has with its audience it, i think every other studio just pines for so sure. fortnite yeah. yeah
1: yeah uh my honorable mentions and will be the show put 400 hours in it uh Fair i enough. i know it couldn't make the top 10 because it just can't. Yeah. Me putting all that time into it? <laughs> yeah, ooh, 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 you're putting, you're well, staticky again. Am I?
0: Yep. Pop it in, pop it out. Just like your elbow. We yeah. good? Let's see. Ba, ba, Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're good.
1: Ba, ba Bowie. Okay. Um, me putting 400 hours in, even I know it's not my favorite MLB The Show. It's up there, mm. but there are some things... It was way too grindy this year, but I saw had a ton of time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dex happening Space. again.
0: What's going on here? Pop it in, pop it out. Everybody, technical, you know, uh, we gotta get you a new wire for the mic. I'll ship you out. Patreon.com slash PSRefuryroom. When stuff breaks, we're able to fix it because of y'all. And uh, as irritating as it, as it is. I hate when stuff just malfunctions. Doodads and Hickory dude's not going in the right sockets, you know?
1: Hello? Hi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Dead Space is also on my honorable mention. Um, yes. Played through it for the first time with the remake. Had a good time, but just wasn't up there. Uh, Burning Shores, we already talked about. Uh, honorable mention to Cocoon. Cocoon is super good. Um, very good puzzle game. Yeah. Short. On the shorter end, and um, there are some, you know, head scratching puzzles. But I think it's um, well worth your time because of how beautiful it is, and just the concept of it is really, really cool. Um, Shout out to Goodbye Volcano High, um, dinosaur emo high schoolers. It's not welcome. (laughs) <laughs> uh it's a really good time the music's great i dig the characters i gotta finish it so that's why it's an honorable mentions because i didn't finish it yet Fair enough. um i got swept up with lords of the fallen last week Oh, yeah. um had a good time a little bit on like everything that liza p does so well mm-hmm. lords of the fallen does things differently and in a not so fun way okay but i still love the concept and had a good time with the time i played it Okay, fair enough. I'll go back eventually. I just got too frustrated and I had to take it out of the console. <laughs> <laughs> um and then the only non-PlayStation game that I want to shout out cuz literally all the other ones I'm blanking on. Sure. Um is Tiny Thor. Tiny Thor is an old school uh retro platformer. Think of a Sega Genesis classic like Sonic and you got Tiny Thor and you throw your Mjolnir around, you collect gems, you attack hordes of enemies. It's hard. It's real hard, but it's fun. And yeah. Tiny Thor is well worth your time.
0: All right. Last but not least, before we get into the number one, not really number one, because there's no, you know. Watch Mojo number one. <laughs> yeah, wait for the platies. You'll know what our number wait one is. Wait for the, yeah, you'll you'll see. You'll know. You'll clap. Um, Please clap. It is the biggest letdowns. Diablo season oh. one.
1: Mm.
0: Ooh-wee. Mm. What a hot mess. What a disaster. Uh Honestly. Uh, What a way to kill momentum of people that were really digging that game for, you know, the first, what, month or two of it being out and then season one happens and it's just like, we're nerfing every single character and making it incredibly grindy and unfun. Does that sound like fun? They're like, no, you literally said unfun. You're like, sure we did. All right, have fun. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) Make it make sense, Blizzard. Um, But from what I hear, season two has gotten that game Way back on track, so I can't wait to dive back into it, and I will be getting that platinum very soon. I am literally like three three trophies away from that plat. I'm getting it. Then, last but not least, the uh, Modern Warfare 3. Man, um, this episode's longer than that campaign. Kyle, <laughs> ooh, can't wait for two developers to get very upset. So, yeah, no, Modern Warfare 3 was abysmal. Um, I don't like that campaign. I really think it leans on nostalgia of the Modern Warfare uh, 2 maps, you know, from 20, uh, sorry, 2008. Way, way, way too much. Um, I don't like the time to kill. I don't like, I really, when I tell people this, I always get like, they're like, it's just because you're not as good as it. I'm like, no, it's just the game's faster, but it doesn't reward you for being fast. It wants you to stick to a zone and I I absolutely can't stand it. So Modern Warfare three, man, as hyped as I was walking into it, I I I I can't wait till it's off my hard drive.
1: Fair. Yeah. Uh I only have one letdown and you're okay. gonna get mad at me, but we could discuss this during the podcast. It's actually one of your top ten games.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you're gonna say it. Uh, just say it.
1: Yeah. Jedi Survivor Come is on. a big letdown for me. Uh, not because it's star wars i like star wars i think the the issues that i ran into it the the further away i am from that game mm-hmm. detracts my experience of that and just the fact of like oh, i was gonna go for the plat i had a lot of things to clean up and that game constantly crashed on me and constantly took back 45 minutes hours of progress where like i think about putting it in just to finishing it up and i'm just like no no I have, there are other newer games for me to play things that i'm excited for my backlog i just maybe one day i'll go back but like Fair. i loved fallen order um there's just something about this one that i think felt felt too safe in some regards okay i love cal i love Bode. i love um why am i blanking on her name the night sister Marin. Uh, Marin. I love Marin. I love S- Seer. I love all the characters but it's just Greasy something money, that I baby. Greasy money baby uh, Z. It's great um, Scuba Steve <laughs> <laughs> Scuba Steph. I did not
0: like Scuba Steph. Everybody <laughs> else I'm like two on the nose guys come on
1: Yeah th- there's just some things about it I didn't gel with yeah. but so that was my biggest letdown. Fair enough uh,
0: and I, I I agree to that extent of like The bugs at launch were so bad. It was so, so bad. So, yeah, I I totally understand your frustration there, for sure. All right, Kyle. It's time for the final top PlayStation game of 2023. We've gotten through a whole bunch of them. It's finally time to talk about... You want to say it with me? Three, two, one. Resident Resident Evil 4 4. remake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: holy. Uh, yeah
0: <laughs> holy crap this game's fantastic it real
1: good it's really really good it it really is i mean let's just set the stage we weren't gigantic fans of the og no we weren't We recently played it within the last few years as yeah. part of road to greatness where we saw the uh, the appeal just something about it just did not it. it wasn't this game changer of like yeah. one of the best games ever made
0: yeah we
1: did do- this remake though uh, yeah, it's definitely up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't have the luxury of having to have played it in 05, yep. right? With so the like
1: chainsaw controller and everything. Did not all do that.
0: <laughs> we we never fly too close to the sun back in O five, um, but what I will say is that Resident Evil Four remake is is what I when I think of Resident Evil Four that that's it. Like I do see yep. this as the perfect remake of like it's faithful it's a faithful adaptation for sure but at the same exact time they take turns or they take twists and turns that the original took that deviates it a bit from its original they take some boss fights out because they don't make sense they put some boss fights in that do make sense Mm -hmm. um and they make it a A product that makes sense today, that stands on its own, beside its uh, its predecessor. Mm -hmm. They
1: didn't didn't change things just to change things. They changed things to make it better. Yes. And they didn't miss on any of those changes.
0: Like the combat? I think a good remake is when you think the combat didn't change, but it did. Because the combat feels so damn good, it it feels as good as like you played it, you know, when it originally came out. Which when we played it, we we're like, yeah, it's it's aged, but this still feels really good, even for something in two thousand five. So like you can understand where you know Dead Space and the Last of Us get its you know inspiration from, but on the same exact time, you now go back to that game and I I just can't. It's it's, whew, it's rough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, how's it in VR? You mentioned you were playing in VR.
0: Oh, I just said that to 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 oh. get you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, of, no. of of how it, uh, just any Resident Evil game works in VR. Because yeah. there are moments where it's pretty fast paced.
0: Oh yeah, it's so. pretty, it's pretty spooky, scary. I don't know if I if I have the wherewithal to do it, but Resident Evil 4, man, incredible, incredible kyle anything you want to add about resident evil 4
1: no and like shout out to the separate ways DLC as well yep. um love because didn't play that when it was uh when we played the og so yeah nice little added bonus there yeah i think you nailed everything it took what i i did appreciate from the original and gave it to me here mm-hmm. and, and and changed it enough not even just like bosses whatever but like the fact that like the chapel falling down in the first village and make you rethink of like how to get around and blocking certain things off and whatnot like it's fun that's a good way to make to remake an older game absolutely it's not just put a fresh coat of paint on it and 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 ship it out but like to change things up enough to make the hardcore fans rethink how to play that game
0: yeah well, there you go. Those are the best PlayStation games of 2023. Yeah. What a year, Kyle. What a year. It At the end of the day, dust is settled. Has this been the best year in gaming? In terms of game releases. Not the yeah, awful thank you. layoffs. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's like
1: a catch-22. Yeah. Um. As far as like when I look at my top 10 list from what we just went over some of my favorite games of the past five years yeah hands down and the fact that we got so many of them and also like so many of these were out in the last five months <laughs> like they aren't really sprinkled out throughout the year like a lot of them are, are very recent too oh yeah it is wild it's been a wild year for games
0: yeah it's it to me i think there's there's no there's no even debating this is the greatest year in games I think there's just so much great here. Not just on the PlayStation side. Again, Mario Wonder, Starfield, Redfall, that was a joke. Hi-Fi Rush, you know, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, there's just so much it, as a whole that you just can't... You, you, you can't argue, I, to me at least. And this is my favorite year of video games, bar none. So it's a year that I felt like I played the most outside the COVID year. You know, that's... It, this year is something special something special that said kyle that's all we got for this special episode of the trophy room a playstation podcast anything you want to spotlight before you get on out of here
1: depending on when you are hearing this hope you had a happy holiday because i don't oh, know when you're putting this out uh a week
0: before christmas so yeah hope okay. you have a happy holiday
1: hope you have a happy holiday um yeah. we love you very much we'll see you next week for what we're recording tomorrow night and uh we time, love you very much thank you for everything
0: times of enigma yeah thank yeah. you all vote so. in the platies. yes
1: tell somebody you love them tell a dev that you love them yes. they definitely need to hear it this time of year so
0: honestly goodness there's been so many great games that came out this year the least you could do is you know add them on twitter you know add them yeah. on it wherever threads i heard that's a play so, you know send them some tell mail
1: them you appreciate their sacrifices and hard work to allow us to sit on our couch and play video games. Yeah.
0: Couldn't say it better myself. And of course, you're right, Kyle, go vote in the Pilates. Uh link in the description, vote on your game of the year, vote on your best uh, actor and actress vote on your best performances, best visual design, all that jazz uh, Vote in the platys, please. We put a lot of hard work into it. So it'd be, it'd mean a lot if you took that click and uh, yeah, with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation.
1: See you guys. Love you, but again, P.O. Box. Oh, no. Shove it up your ass. (laughs) If you have any complaints.
0: Love (laughs) y'all.